This is the Today's RDH Dental Hygiene Podcast. The podcast for curious and passionate dental hygienists. Organ transplants. Dental hygiene care should reflect extreme caution. By Megan Greening, RDH, BSDH, EFDA. According to the United Network for Organ Sharing, UNOS, 39,719 organ transplants were completed in the United States during 2019, including donations from both living and deceased donors. Even with this large amount, 113,000 people are currently awaiting transplants. The American Transplant Foundation states that one person is added to a transplant waiting list every 10 minutes. They also state that liver and kidney disease kills more people each year than breast cancer, Alzheimer's disease, and prostate cancer combined. The two different kinds of organ donations are organs harvested from a deceased donor and those taken from a live donor. Organs that can be donated by a deceased person include heart, liver, kidneys, lungs, pancreas, and small intestines. Tissues that can be donated include corneas, skin, veins, heart valves, tendons, ligaments, and bones. A living donor can donate a kidney, part of the liver, lung, intestine, blood, or bone marrow. Considerations for the dental hygienist. Due to the increasing demand for organ transplants, dental hygienists can be certain that one of these patients will wind up in their chair. A medical consultation with the patient's physician and or surgeon is a good protocol to have in place as a first step in treating these patients. Ideally, this should be completed prior to completing any dental treatment. The consultations allow us to see if there should be a delay in dental treatment or any other recommendations for the patient. One example is the need for pre-medication prior to treatment a common recommendation for organ transplant patients. Depending on the patient's medical history and medications they're taking, there may be different recommendations based on if the dental treatment is going to be invasive or non-invasive. For example, many organ transplant patients are in anticoagulants, and physicians may recommend these medications be stopped for a short time prior to invasive dental treatment. Knowing a patient's INR is critical prior to any dental treatment for any patient taking these medications, but is especially pertinent for our organ transplant patients. In the case of kidney transplant patients, it's recommended that they avoid dental treatment on the days that they have dialysis. Oral manifestations. Gingival hyperplasia is an oral manifestation you'll most likely encounter with some transplant patients, primarily as a result of certain immunosuppressive drugs. Another thing to be aware of is these patients tend to be taking antibiotics, which can increase their chances for oral candidiasis. Xerostomia is another common oral manifestation seen in these patients. As hygienists, an oral cancer screening is already our standard of care. But we should be on high alert that these patients are at a higher risk for developing oral malignancies such as squamous cell carcinoma, lymphoma, and Kaposi's sarcoma, all of which, according to one article, can occur decades earlier in transplant recipients than in people who aren't immunosuppressed. Tailoring your hygiene approach. Every organ transplant patient is unique, and our hygiene appointments and home care recommendations should mirror this. Some patients may have difficulty maintaining good oral hygiene due to mouth pain from candidiasis or xerostomia, as well as general fatigue caused by certain transplant surgeries. As hygienists, it's our job to educate them on the bi-directional relationship between their oral and overall health. We can encourage them to maintain the best oral hygiene as possible and give them different tools specific to their needs to help them achieve this. 
Whether this is recommending a soft toothbrush for a patient with sore gingiva or an alcohol-free mouth rinse for patients suffering from xerostomia, if the patient understands that they're at an increased risk for oral infection, gum disease, tooth loss, and oral cancer, hopefully they'll be willing to listen to your recommendations. We can also educate them about the oral systemic link and how bacterial in the oral cavity doesn't simply remain there, it travels through the entire body. One article about organ transplants supports this and states, all active dental disease should be aggressively treated before transplantation since post-operative immunosuppression decreases a patient's ability to resist systemic infection. Due to their increased risk of infection, these patients may benefit from frequent recalls to help them keep their oral bacteria load controlled. Hygienists may consider additional measures for these patients to help keep them safe and healthy. For example, scheduling these patients for treatment first thing in the morning helps to ensure that they're less likely to come in contact with bioaerosols generated by other patients. Timeline for dental treatment. Whenever possible, all invasive dental treatment should be performed prior to transplant surgeries. This includes periodontal therapy, restorative, and endodontic therapy. It's recommended that teeth with a poor prognosis be extracted. It's also advised that after transplant surgery, routine dental treatment should be postponed for three months. The first six months following a transplant are considered the most critical for these patients. Should the patient need dental care during this time period, it's recommended that it be completed in a hospital setting. Conclusion. Because patients with transplants have a weaker immune system, it's important for us to consult and stay in contact with their other healthcare providers so that we know we're doing all that we can to keep the patient healthy and safe. Thank you for listening to the Today's RDH Dental Hygiene Podcast. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. 